You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret. And your Father, who sees in secret, will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. And your Father, who sees in secret, will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden, and your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe somebody noticed that just before the Gospel, we did not use the words, Alleluia, Alleluia. We used the words, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A different liturgical a word to also indicate, just like the color of the vestments, a different color for this period of Lent, of 40 days of fasting, uh, that we're in a different season. And we will again hear the Alleluia on Easter, at the Easter Vigil, and at, in the Easter season abundantly. And that actually also helps us to focus on why we're doing Lent, we're focusing on the person of Jesus. And we're focusing on the extraordinary gift that he gave us, especially expressed through his suffering, on culminating on Good Friday, and in his resurrection, the whole gift of new life. And this is the core mystery of the church, this Easter mystery, and because it's so important, we don't want it to happen without being prepared. So our interest in Lent is to be prepared. And to be prepared means to be also in sync with the mind of Christ, to be conformed to that whole this approach of being for others, being first of all for God who made us, 
and being for others, not being just for ourselves. And so this is the focus of Lent. And this year we are articulating it around prayer in the program of Magla, the, the um, pilgrimage, the virtual pilgrimage of prayer. And there was a very good point made this morning in the first unit of the pilgrimage from the gardens of Bethesda in Jerusalem that most of what's going to happen in our spiritual lives during Lent is not our doing. The way it was expressed, 99% is God's doing in us. And that also could release us from a little unhealthy tension that we have to get all wired up and all focused and, and do all these strenuous things when actually the big, the big uh, reality we're dealing with is God's mercy, that God is letting us off the hook in a way. He is taking on himself, as the words of our reading uh, were, that for, for our sake... The Father made Jesus to be sin, so who is not in any way sinful, so that we might be made righteous. And so this is a very big gift to celebrate. It's a, a gift of great release, a release from, from sin, a release from our faults and our failings. Who would not like to be released from their debt? It's a big subject in the U.S. where there's a lot of student debt if the government will take over much of that debt to leave the, these young people free to build their lives. They're, that's a complicated political question, but the idea of being freed from our debt, from being freed from the burden of our faults, and this is a great release. Again, the word mercy is, a, is used in the psalm we just prayed, Psalm 51, be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. So it's an attitude of humility. It's not really a big accomplishment that we do, but it's opening up our hearts that God can do what he wants to do in us. He wants to renew us. He wants to give us the gift of salvation. We can't make it happen. It's not with our actions that we make salvation happen. It's a gift he gives us. In Lent, we have three practices, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And... In Lent, we are following Christ 40 days in the desert. So we follow, we're inspired by that generosity of Christ and his example of, um, of unrestrained fasting, 40 days and 40 nights. And then the fasting can have many, many expressions. All of these three activities are really in a certain sense to, to cure the excess growth of our ego which can be cancerous. The moment we let our ego have a greater time, we think we're entering new freedom, but we often are entering new slaveries, and new dependencies, new conditionings. Like the sports, like the athlete, the more they, when they train, they're in good form. And then they actually feel better. They are happier. And in the same way in the spiritual life, we need to train. And the word of the first prayer we had this morning at the beginning was, we're going into battle. So that sounds like a lot of work from our side as well. But again, the battle is the Lord's. If the, if the Lord does not guard the city in vain, do the watchmen keep vigil? If the Lord doesn't build the house in vain, do the builders work? 
So the spiritual life is very much um, driven, uh, given, um, guided, inspired, uh, and we receive it. We're, we receive the gift. The lesson that Jesus teaches in the readings is maybe a lesson also that's useful for us in our prayer, um, because Lent is almsgiving, prayer, and fasting, but all three have a prayer dimension. Prayer is obvious that it has a prayer dimension, and it's not just prayers, it's a relationship. And that is expressed also in the almsgiving. If you do alms, don't announce it to everybody. Do it for God. And so that's really a prayer, that's an offering. That's, uh, it helps our union with God, our communion with God. And the same thing for the fasting, that it's not something we show off. It's much, it's, it's rather, that would hurt us. It's rather that we do it for God, for love of God, in gratitude to God. So let us interlent with, I would say, a good healthy, in a certain sense, ease. A good healthy ease, but also a readiness to, to pull out the stops and let God do his thing in our to pull out the resistance, to, to say, Lord, free me to receive the gifts you want me to receive this Lent to become an ambassador of reconciliation. Imagine maybe that's harder than giving up cigarettes are the words we speak in the family, are the little gestures of helpfulness that can be offered. So many practical things. Be creative. Let the Holy Spirit inspire you to do something real that will allow God's kingdom to be more evident. That's what Jesus announced here at the Sea of Galilee when he came here. He said, the kingdom is here and the forgiveness of sins is available. And this is Lent. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.